and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Just taking a quick little sus at something that I um, have been quite angry about this mm. morning. Um, that is something I've been quite angry about for, for the majority of my adult life. Yeah. Um, it's on the project. Uh, this this particular story is something near and dear to my heart. Uh, in Western Sydney, a business is being put on blast for selling the little squeezy tomato sauce packets. Okay, for a dollar a packet. That's a dollar, one dollar. I would laugh at someone if they said that to me. Like, if yeah. I was at the counter and I was like, I'll get some tomato sauce, and they're like, yeah, just an extra dollar, I'd, I, go, I'd go like, <laughs> not really, if though, they surely. Were, if they were on top of a, of, of a cabinet yeah. and they were in a tub, I, I'm i not condoning this, and this is wrong. I would be in the wrong, mm. and I should actually face charges for this. Okay. But if somebody said to me it's a dollar, I would pick three of them up and walk out. Yeah. I would just laugh, yeah. I'd scoff, pick three of them up and walk out. Yeah. Because that's... You're stealing from me. Like yeah. You're trying to rob me. If I don't rob so you, I you're going to rob me. I'm going to rob yeah. you in response. Yeah, that's it. What if this is getting robbed here? That is <laughs> theft. Yeah. Like, that is, that is ridiculous. You're, maybe this that is, is absurd. The Master Foods little squeezy packet of tomato sauce. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, love Master Foods What's tomato Master sauce. Foods no, 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 it is. It's a terrible invention. Yeah. That okay. is an awful invention okay. because it's given cafe owners a way to price sauce. But it's that not is, No, Master let me finish. Yeah, let okay. me finish. That is an unacceptable amount of tomato sauce. If you're going to give me that little sauce, I shouldn't be paying for it. But because of the invention of that little packet, it's taught cafe owners that's an appropriate amount of sauce to charge money for. It's nothing. It's like a little of sauce. It's literally, by definition, a I'm not saying... That, oh, the only thing I'm saying is to come to Master Foods <laughs> Defence cost money. is that uh, they don't price it. They just make the product. They can't be held responsible. I will say that you, you enjoy sauce to my more. I'm saying no, no, that no, product I get exactly, shouldn't, shouldn't exist. I'm saying I get exactly what you mean. I'm saying they've been making the exact same product and people are just taking the absolute piss that with these is, prices. We, I will say that you have more tomato sauce than a regular human being, though. I'm the problem. Yes, I correct. am absolutely yeah. the problem. I'm the one where cafe owners will see the amount of sauce I yeah. use from a free bottle and go, God, we're... We need to charge for this. Yeah. So I accept that I'm the problem, but there no one some is, No one's like me. Like this is I. I am the outlier here. Do you there, think, it's not like there are forty me's going into a shop every day and just being ridiculous with sauce. What you said before is actually kind of an interesting theory. Maybe chip shops, takeaway shops across the country. Obviously, it's been a pretty rough couple of years. Maybe they're like, we need to get the pep back in everyone's step. What you said before, and obviously, like, I should face punishment or whatever, but what if that's what restaurants and cafes are trying to do? They're like, we're going to charge you $5 for these little sauce packets. Unless you're brave enough to steal one, stand up for yourself. <laughs> they're like, if you're not going to stand up for yourself, then fine, you'll lose five bucks. This but is some weird one. This is some weird, yeah. you know, societal correction. Yeah. yeah. I like, don't. They're, they're like, we will, they want people to be confident again like they were two think, years no, ago. No, I think this and is they're a, saying, if you want to steal one, then you want to walk out of here, that's Taking our spirit. That's, That's what, what you're I trying mean. to say. They're like, that stand is up for yourself. I think, I think... Otherwise, it's going to cost you five bucks. I think we're living in a world where inflation has gone bananas yeah. and business owners are doing it tough because of the last two years mm. and they're trying everything they can to make money. Yeah. But I will say this, ain't it. Yeah. The fact that we live in the... I, I do believe we live in the lucky country. 
except for condiments. We yeah. live in a country where yep. the way we treat condiments yeah. are absurd to me. <laughs> All you need to do to understand how other tr- countries treat condiments, get some food from Costco yeah. and try and get some sauce because they just let you pump it out of a vat for free. <laughs> Going to concerts is so much fun. Uh, going to see your favourite artist with like hundreds or thousands of other people is always a really cool experience. Yep. But because everyone is so passionate to see who they've come to see, quite often it can get a little bit tense. You get packed in like sardines and then... People get angry about people being get a in the mosh pit. Yeah. People like, I've dressed up, I've worn my $5,000 shoes in a mosh pit and now you've trodden on them, so now I'm mad. And I would say to that... Why did you, you do you those, what you saw? Yeah, why did you do yeah. those steps of things? Exactly mm-hmm. right. But I can understand that also some people get claustrophobic. It can be frightening. It, it is a strange setup a concert because yeah. it's the only time really in any kind of humanity where we all agree to be in that limited of a space together. That, if there are many people trying to fit in a lift, you'd be yeah. furious. Of course. Like, yeah, but yeah. in a mosh pit, everyone's like, yeah, yeah music, we're here to party. What's the, what's the most insane mosh pit you've been in? The Prodigy. The Prodigy. That the makes prodigy, a lot of sense. For sure. Yeah. I had literally... <laughs> I because I tried to, and I was like I was like nineteen. I tried to get to the front and yeah. I had this is not a word of a yeah. lie. The shirt literally ripped off my back. Yeah. Like as somebody or a series of people, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess, just through the push yeah. and shove of the mosh pit, the shirt I was wearing got ripped off me. Yeah, I came, I came out in a f- completely different outfit. <laughs> I came out with no outfit. Just yeah. had my shorts and my and my Dunlop volleys on. That's, That's what I had so on. So funny. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, just the answer that probably if you've seen the prodigy mm. should be your answer. It was intense. Mine was weirdly. Great. Grandmaster Flash. People just that's getting odd. into it. Yeah, Re- really odd. love the yep. message. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a show that uh, recently was going on. Everyone was enjoying themselves. Uh, and then all of a sudden a fight broke out. Pretty unfortunate. The weirdest part of this is whose show it was. Uh, playing a fair bit on the station. And when I tell you who it is, you go, okay. Why but were they fighting? Yeah. None other than Lewis Capaldi. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Of, uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember. What was his song? We just played it before. Yeah, forget me something. Forget whatever, me, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Lewis Capaldi. Mm-hmm. He was playing a show and people just started punching on the crowd. So, would you like me to play some Lewis Capaldi? If you would say, just, it's, look, just, it's just so we can just refresh my memory. So. Yeah, okay. So, this is some Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Not exactly fighting music, I would say, stereotypically. Lewis has also kind of found this a little bit odd. Someone's filmed the show that uh, Punch On started at, and he also noticed it, which was good, and he was like, all right, we're going to have to kick you guys out. You're you're carrying on, so how do you get... But he also was a bit befuddled by the fact that someone was fighting at his show. Okay, well, let's have a listen to what happened when Lewis broke up the fight. You don't know what's happened exactly. How do you say it? What a weird song to fake to. That's a fair point. The crowd, yeah, crowd yeah. laughed at it. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. It's Weird same, song to fight to. It's the same as being at a Wiggles concert and then just punch-ons. Mm. Except, I guess not really, because they're children, and so it's yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. They but Tantrums, but between, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, between adults. Uh, once again, yeah. I would say, though, interesting amount of money they charge for the merchandise. That's you got true. some angry parents there yeah. at the I'm Wiggles just, concert. I'm just fruit salad. I'm just, yeah, you fruit yeah, salad yeah. on. I just paid 65 <laughs> bucks for a T-shirt that my kid's going to grow out of in six months. <laughs> Josh, it was a very long time ago. I'm trying to remember when do you... I'll, I'll tell you what it is first, but um, do you remember when Pluto got downgraded from being a uh, planet to being a dwarf planet? There's been so much back and forth on this that I don't I don't remember when that happened. No. I think it was about 2006, because I remember thinking, oh, 
I've just looked it up. This is going to sound like I looked it up beforehand, but it was literally August 2006. Yeah, yeah. wow. I that's good. I, the only reason I know it was 2006 was because I was still in primary school and I remember it being the biggest deal yeah, because I, I was remember, in grade six. I was, it was in like high the last school. Year. I remember it being a very big deal in our science class. It was a huge deal. They downgraded. They went, all right, we're, we're changing it from being a planet to being a dwarf planet. And from there on since, it's always been. Now... When people do their little rhymes, they've got to leave, leave off the P. So for me, it's my very earnest man just showed us nine. And then it usually would be planets, but now it's just showed us nine. Showed us nine. Showed us nine. What? Nothing. I don't know. Gross. Yeah, I can't show you anything. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. tell you anymore. Um, but scientists are discussing again whether or not it actually should be changed back to what it was before and make it a planet again. Just make it a full-blown planet. Yeah, so it's not a dwarf planet anymore or an ice planet or whatever they call it nowadays. It's like, let's actually just go back to calling it a regular planet. I'm here to say, as someone who is a big pl- fan of Pluto... Uh, don't need to go back, I don't think. Yeah. I think we've all moved on. Can I just say, as somebody who is um, a big fan of uh, mass media and marketing and all of that, sure. this is not the way to keep us interested in space. No, 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 no. If this is what they're doing and they think it's a bit quirky yeah. that they're constantly having to keep this like, question about doing? Pluto yeah. up in the <laughs> yeah. air, it's not interesting enough. No. Go back to the moon. Yeah. Like, that's... You want people interested in space again, go back to the moon. I know it costs a lot of money to get to the moon, but at the same time, think about all the other crap that we spend money yeah. on nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's like we should just probably put it together and just send someone to the moon again. Because constant debate. It's kind of like, oh, is it in? Is it out? Is it in? Is yeah. it out? About Pluto. Yeah. I don't care. Who cares? I don't it's care. so far away. We'll never no, see it. No. It's an ice planet. It just unfortunately has the coolest name. I don't think about it. Ever. Yeah. Like, I don't ever think about it, except for when this crap happens. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm like, hang yeah. on. Yeah. This is because the only way this is important to me is as the host of a trivia night. Yeah. This is a trivia question. Of course. And yeah. its status at any given point changes the answer to that question too all complicated. the time. I need to have this general knowledge in my head, and I can't because it changes so goddamn often. What What about this as a, as a way to get, stir up some excitement for, I don't know, NASA and space agencies? What if we blew up Pluto? Probably nothing now on it. you're talking. This is what I mean. Now I'm on board. Yeah, what if we nuked Pluto? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do that. What does it do? Nothing. If we can't even decide it's, it's a planet. planet. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. do anything. And it's so far away. I mean, we would send the nuke now and then our great-great-grandchildren would hear about it, but still, exciting stuff. Is there any chance yeah. that Pluto is inhabited by a bunch of Goofy's children or Goofy's dogs or no. whatever Pluto is? Yeah, Disney Mickey's, character. Mickey's dog. I, Mickey's dog, yeah. I think that's a risk we should take, but yeah. if I'm wrong... I will never have been sadder in my yeah, life. It'll be pretty sad. That'll be the most devastating day in yeah, my life. A hundred percent. If we accidentally nuked a planet that was full, full of cartoon of the, dogs, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty upsetting. Yeah, it's for a bad me. day. That's a bad day. That's a day you take a loss. <laughs> Ned, yes. Just had a little bit of a moment over the weekend that I kind of I kept to myself because I thought there's no point derailing the conversation that's going on yeah. with this question, mm-hmm. but I do want an answer to it. Mm-hmm. Um. We're having a few drinks around a table uh, at our friend Haley's place, yep. and um, in the middle of, she got like candles on this little thing, and um, Sammy, our friend, he spun the little thing around yeah. and went, "Oh, it's a lazy Susan." Yes. And I went, oh, it is too. Yeah, there it is. And then immediately <laughs> you guys went back to talking about what you were talking about. And my brain started drifting to, why do we call that a lazy Susan? Why is that called a lazy Susan? Yeah, it is bizarre to just have it be named after someone. There's not many things in life that are just named after a 
person's assumed first was, name. I assumed there was going to be some horrific racial connotation to it or something because it's like an oldie time thing. Yeah. I'm like, this is not going to... I don't want the answer to this question. Yeah. I went and had a look. No, they don't... It says here that they don't really know why yeah. a Lazy Susan's called a Lazy Susan. Like, it's kind of a term that's been lost to history, which, I mean, probably, let's be honest, still leaves not the right. option I was worried about <laughs> wide open. But yeah. the other problem here is they don't have an answer. There is some speculation in my research that Thomas Jefferson apparently invented it for his daughter whose name was Susan because she was quite lazy and this apparently was a so, yeah. table He's like, yeah, Susan. I, I don't... Yeah. This is a great opportunity. This we wouldn't have gr- this problem if it was called a lazy Jefferson, though. Yeah, no. Because we'd know. We'd, we'd know, be like, oh, it's Thomas the Jefferson. This there you go. has presented an opportunity for us to essentially give this a reason. Yeah. To name it. To give it an actual understanding as to why it's called this. I just looked up Lazy Susan Origin. You're completely right. The closest they can keep, get to it is that Thomas Jefferson created it and mm-hmm. named it Lazy Susan. But I also just saw there's another term. We're very mean with our names to uh, moving plates around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you call the thing that you like? If it goes from one level to another level and it's a tray, like in a restaurant or whatever, dumbwaiter. A, a dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lazy Susan. Yep, dumbwaiter. dumbwaiter. It's rough. Idiot tray. I think... <laughs> so what I, are we doing? Why are we so mean? Can I put a theory out there as to why I'd like it to be... Like, why I think people should say it's called a lazy Susan? Yeah, okay. What is what is your origin that you're making up? Susan Boyle. Sure. Oh, the reason I think this is mm-hmm. because everyone... This is the Susan Boyle story. Everybody judged her before they heard her sing, mm-hmm. and then everyone had a completely different opinion about her. Yeah. So what I would like to say <laughs> is that when you spin the lazy Susan around, you may see one lot of condiments, okay. and then you spin it around and go... Oh, there's also mustard here. So yeah. it's something you didn't know was there and you'd already thought, ah, oh, I can see all the condiments. Yeah. That's why we call it a lazy Susan. You can tell how vanilla you don't Josh to, you is don't when he eats, when he's, if he saw mustard and went, oh my, this is fancy. <laughs> mustard? Wowee. Do you have also, and I this hate... Insult is is this insult is coming because... This insult is coming because I have bravely come to the table with some creativity this morning. And Ned, I'm happy for the Ned creativity. Is, quite frankly, in awe. No, and no, no, he's no. had to now poo-poo me on another on level. Board. I was up on board until about 30 seconds yeah. ago when you were wowed by mustard on a lazy Susan. Now, Ned... Yes. ...had a little bit of an unfortunate incident yesterday involving two exploded tissues in the wash. Yeah. Happened in the morning, then seemingly did not learn my lesson, happened again later in the afternoon. It really is such a... Because you kind of don't realise until you get it out, and then you look at all your clothes and you're like, cool. So that was essentially a waste of a wash, because now all my clothes are covered in paper and... It's been Christmas time in the washing machine. Yeah. But North American Christmas time. Yeah, damn it. The the, the funner America. I would say the funner Christmas. Yeah, it is the funner Christmas. Yeah. except for in the washing machine. Yeah. Um, can I be clear about something? This makes me want to give up doing laundry for like a week. Yeah, that's when what that I mean. When that happens, I'm, yeah. just, I'm like, screw this. Have, having it happen twice in one day, I would absolutely be like, uh, well, I'm definitely uh, done. Uh, stink a little bit for a while. That's, that's fine. That's at a the end of the day, problem. it's not going to be my yeah. problem. This so, is covered in white crap. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I've seen a little bit of a hack here this morning, though, that is how to solve this problem for yourself in terms of getting the lint out of your pocket and keeping it out. Okay. Apparently, according to the internet, mm. this has been on Reddit, this has been on Facebook, different cooking, uh, different cleaning hack websites. You wrap your hands in sticky tape. Like so, you do, so you do an initial wrap. Like a mitt. Yep. And then 
as you get to the initial wrap being done, you sort of reverse the tape so that it folds so in on sticky, itself. Yeah. So you've got a mitt, but then the outside of it's sticky. Or you could just get double-sided tape and I guess only do it once. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. So you want it stuck to your hand, but then also you want it sticky on the outside yep, as well. Yep, yep, yep. And then you just rub the pocket and apparently all the lint comes off. Just put your hands in your pocket. Yeah, put your hands yeah, in your look, pocket. I can yep. see that working. Mm-hmm. It looks... Okay, so here's the two things that I've got from this. Mm. This is... It might work. Yeah. Sure, it I might can, work. I can but see how it would work. the same way a lint roller would work. Yeah. So I don't understand why it wouldn't just be doing that. But secondly, this is in two ways to make you look like an idiot, I think. <laughs> I think this is just the internet trying to make other people do stupid things for their own amusement. <laughs> it's sort of like you did a stupid crime, now you have to pay the stupid... Punishment. I think, I think trying to answer a phone call in a panic, trying to text, trying to do anything yeah. with one of your hands being a sticky tape glove yeah. that is going to take a second to get off. Yeah. That's very funny. And Especially, I think that's, the internet wants to see people doing that. Because it's not... Like, what I would actually suggest is put it over an actual mitt. I would yeah. put a mitt on it and then just put sticky tape. So you just take it then off. you can take it straight off. The other thing... If taped to your hand, that's almost oh, impossible to ridiculous. get off. Ridiculous. The other thing I think that this is, is designed to make it look like people are playing pocket pool at all times. Just, just really hands in pockets, it. just giving yourself yeah. a good rub. It's like, God, I love fresh just, washing. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very excited about laundry. <laughs> Josh, I've just seen a news story of a woman who, uh, over the last two years, this is something that I didn't think it had it happened to anyone ever except for that kid out of it. Mm. Uh, but it's happened to her three times over the last two years. She's been like swimming out in rivers and stuff during pretty hectic storms, which uh, if you're Not listening for the first time and you're unaware that that's an awful idea, it's a really, really bad idea. It's a flooded, forget it. If, if it's usually refers to driving a car through not swimming, not swimming <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. river. Exactly right. So this woman's been swimming uh, and has just been swept into storm drains. So That's happened happen three times three in the last times. two years. Okay. Like the, I don't know, rescue emergency services have had to come and pull her out of storm drains three times three in the last two times. years. Yeah. You it's a buy one get one free style situation. You would get the third so, yeah. one free. I would imagine it would be almost the exact opposite. It's like every time you do it again, the call out service is going to be more and more. I if think you don't, yeah, I think it should cost money. If yeah. you don't fundamentally understand what's happened, then you are going to be charged more and more every yes. single time. We're going to have to fish you out okay, of the storm so drain. Just ballpark. Let's play yeah. a bit of a game here. Yeah. How, the first one's free. The first one's an accident. This one's like, oh my god, okay. how did this happen? Second one, how much are you charging for that? You don't obviously you don't know what's involved cost wise yeah. rescuing someone from a storm drain. Just thousand you, bucks, thousand dollars for the second time. Nah, I'd go more than that. That's ten grand for me. You gotta think the you, second time. Yeah, you're, 10 think you're interrupting people. You're probably using equipment. Nah, because think I about can, it. You're getting an ambulance. It's like twelve grand. Yeah, and that's I for a car ride that has. Yeah, for you in particular, it was a car ride where they just put a few bandages on yeah. you. Yeah, mine wasn't twelve grand either though. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was, I would be far more upset what if, if I was you did... Grand. I'm saying, because two could be bad luck. And okay, then I'm saying, right, like, okay. I don't want to ruin your t- complete month. So you jumped to 10 grand with the third one. I Yeah, the third yeah. one is like 10 grand. What about the fourth one? And then one? also, when it starts raining, the police come over and barricade you inside your <laughs> the house. They're like, you're not allowed out. You don't get it. You're not allowed out. Yeah, you've come to give me an umbrella. No, we've no. come to secure the building. <laughs> yeah. That's what we've come to do. You're staying put. <laughs> And over the weekend, in fact, yesterday, uh, Sydney had a little bit of a traffic disruption because mm. of, well, B-Star. Filming of Ryan Gosling's box office blockbuster caused hours of traffic disruptions. Mm, so how is that possible? Well, they shut down the Harbour Bridge so he could repeat, repeatedly film a stunt on it. Is it filmed in, like, are they basing it in Australia? So it's a movie called The Fall Guy. It's based on the 80s TV series, 70s yeah. TV series, I'm not sure. Um, sort of late 70s, early 80s blend together in sort of fashion and stuff. 
so I'm mm. not 100% sure whether or not this is 70s or 80s, but it doesn't matter. The point here is Brian Gosling's here and Emily Blunt is also here yeah, filming right. at the moment. And they're here for like eight weeks. So it's, here for a while. it's extensive. I think the whole thing must be getting filmed in Australia. Yeah. This is what I mean. It's like, I guess, yeah, you don't know because what, is, what did you say it's called? The, the Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. He's in too many, like, the, 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 yeah, like, the there's, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. the gray man, yeah. the Fall Guy, the yeah. this, the that. It's getting too confusing. Name two. That's yeah. right. Yeah, um, yeah. They're I, the only ones I can yeah, think of. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's because I wanted yeah. to call this movie The Grey Man. So you don't know if it's based in Australia, though. Uh, like it, you don't know if they're like. I actually think the Harbour in- Bridge is going to be hard to edit out from the scene that I've seen. But they, this is what it I mean. looks like they've, they could have just done it on a bridge if they didn't want it to be the Harbour That's Bridge. That's exactly so what I was going to say. I think it's going to have to be set in a, set in Sydney. At least part of it's got to be set in Sydney. If we get to the cinemas and we sit down and watch this movie, and then it's just like random miscellaneous bridge, yeah. but then no one could get to work yesterday. Well, I guess not yesterday. It was Sunday, but people was stuck in traffic for hours yesterday just because they needed a bridge. Probably not worth it, hey. I'd be somewhat pissed. Okay, <laughs> so this is what I wanted to talk about because obviously the Ryan Gosling's a bit of the world's sweetheart. Yeah. Um, Emily Blunt is one of my favourite actresses. So everybody involved in making this movie, big fan. And it's apparently injecting hundreds of millions of dollars into the economy. Big fan of that as well. Will I be a big fan of this movie? That is my whole matrix of whether or not this was worth it. Yeah, it really will be. When we all go to watch this movie, and if you were stuck in traffic, maybe you were coming back from Sydney yesterday, you were stuck having to go under the harbour tunnel because the bridge was closed, you'll be able to go to the movie and decide whether or not it was worth the time of your life that you had robbed by these traffic delays. I guess in like the Canberra equivalent is when that Liam Neeson was filmed here for like a morning Mm -hmm. once and they shut down two roads. Very small scale. Yeah, I feel like the stakes were way less high. I feel like with the Liam Neeson movie, now I never saw it, but I feel like if you watched it and you came out of that going like that was all right, it was fine. I think you couldn't, you wouldn't be that mad because you were like, I had to take a detour and go around Civic. If you were this one, you would want to be like, that was really good. You were stuck in traffic post kids sport. Yeah. on a Sunday, you would want the movie to be really good. The movie needs to win a couple of Oscars <laughs> and maybe give us as much tourism boost as Crocodile Dundee <laughs> to be worth it. To be honest. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Whew, just the world of legal troubles is very, very scary. I mean, yes. I've watched Suits. Um, I've seen a few episodes of Boston Legal. It all seems mm. very intense. Uh, but copyright law is sometimes quite funny. And Yeah, because to me, sometimes it's just like I can hear it. And then if you can convince enough people that, like, you can hear it, mm-hmm. then you get sued and lose all of your money. But uh, we we famously talked about the uh, the Big Jack last year, which yes. was a play on the Big Mac, and then yep. you know yeah, Rashes yeah, yeah. did the Big Jack, uh, the Big Jack Mac, or whatever yeah, they did, Big Jack Mac, which was just ridiculous. It was just back and forth. Yeah, it was it was crazy. absurd, but it was good fun. Yeah. Um, today we're taking a little bit of a look at a lawsuit that's been brought. So this is more like a vanilla ice type deal. Yeah, this is a a company is saying that. Um, there's a company that's made a toy yeah. and an animated video to go along with the toy uh, that's a unicorn that poops glitter. Okay. So you buy the toy, sure. the unicorn's like a little robot thing, it poops out glitter. Great. And the unicorn sings a song named My Poops. Not a great start to no. not get sued. Uh, and I'm looking here, Variety have a copy of it. It is literally a full legal document, multi-pages, yeah. It's it's about my poops, which is hilarious. Doesn't is there something about? I mean, look again. I know nothing about law mm-hmm. I, other than, as you said, the things I've seen in suits. But there's something about like, like it's the same reason that Weird Al doesn't get sued. It's like mm. satirical. If you do like a satirical, it's a good question. It's a great question. Obviously, it's not worked out for this poor unicorn. Well, but. we don't know yet because I don't know if the the verdicts come in. But yeah. they're saying that it does infringe. Um, BMG are not happy about it. The record company. Um, 
So obviously this is my home, my home, my home, my home. And I will now play you my poops, which is by the pooping unicorn. Does it have What a bizarre! I would, I would, even if I didn't think that it was infringing, I yep. would sue them just so that had to get played in an actual court. And I think looking at the documentation, yeah. because the word poop appears in the first page. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what this has really been about. It's a black eyed V's poo versus poop unicorn. I think they really just wanted a legal yeah. decision to be handed down involving the word poop. Yeah. What was one of the lyrics? It might end up on Twitter. <laughs> How good does your poop have to be to end up on Twitter? Or bad. It's got to be point. one or the other. That's a good point. It's got to be one end of the spectrum or the other. That's foul. It <laughs> is. It's a lot. And the worst thing here is, yeah. and I know this to be true, yeah. because of Carrie's two boys under 10, you could have sold the toy as just something that poops glitter. That's you didn't it. need didn't to make the, the song. song. <laughs> it didn't need the song. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganas Edwards. Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.